Welcome back to Content is Profit. Yeah, welcome back. How you doing? Pretty good, guys. Today, we talked about how to get the attention of anyone, and according to my brother, guaranteed. And you're going to learn why is it guaranteed. And some very special methods, some very creative methods on how to create micro experiences to get people thinking about you and craving your call. This applies to content collaboration and sales equally. So here we go. But at the time, I don't think we wanted them as a client anymore because of the whole process. And we're like, man, if that was the process, them as a client, I don't think it's going to be worth it. Imagine pairing the coffin with the phone. Like put the phone <laughs> in the coffin, and, and as soon as they, they open it, as soon as they open it, this the phone rings. Epic! That would have been epic. Absolutely epic. We've got some. Hey, I'm Luis. This is Luis, and welcome to the Content Is Profit podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase revenue. You'll hear from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content. All this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple: to entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Fancy happy Wednesday or happy Thursday for those listening. That is right. Happy Wednesday and Thursday. And Thursday, both of days. That's right. Uh, what are we talking about today, Fons? Today we're talking on how to get the attention of anyone. Ooh. Anyone, including, you know, bad decisions, past <laughs> lovers. You know, it could be <laughs> um, uh, your it, prospects, it could the people be that you want to bring to your prospect. Yeah, there we go. Wow, Fonsi. Uh, by the way, for those listening, Fonsi is recently single, uh, as in like three months. And, uh, you know, he, he's I'm clearly dealing. trying to get the attention of everybody. No, 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 I'm still, I'm still, I'm, I'm healing over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm doing the inner work so, I, you know, I can move on to a, to a better and healthier life. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Uh, anyways, but in the context of today's conversation, we're going to be talking about how to get the attention of anyone uh, being prospects and people for your platform, for your show, for your type of content collaborations. That is and right. this is foolproof. It's guaranteed. I promise you. I promise. Fonsi says asterisk say that it's not guaranteed but my disclaimer that Fonsi's disclaimer my disclaimer is that <laughs> it has a way higher you know acceptance rate between the people that receives that, that are on the other end uh, than your regular outreach agree to disagree you try it's gonna work 100% of the time I mean, at the end of the day yeah you gotta try it and then let us know yeah send us a message and then also let us know at the end of the episode if you agree or not with uh, me or Fonsi pick a bro okay uh, I, I wanna start with with a statement Okay, yes. I want to start with a statement before we dive into this. And the statement is, people don't always remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Oof. Powerful. Slow down, do it again. <laughs> people don't always remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. Mm. Now, why am I saying that? What do you think? Well, I think, first of all, when you said it for the first time, uh, Marley, an amazing guest, she was like, oh my gosh. And then she started using a bunch of her trainings. So that was good because Marley's MVP on YouTube. She's epic. Yeah. But uh, again, you know, go proceed <laughs> the, with a deeper proceed. explanation. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I always look back at examples, right, of uh, different stories that we might remember or might not remember. And uh, the the only thing that kind of brings them back is that the the feeling that you had at the moment of it, right? Like we had, a, there's a story that we're gonna share down the episode that enraged me a lot, <laughs> and uh, I remember that story very clearly is because of the feeling that I had throughout that interaction, right? Or so to me, like it comes down to 
to that. Fonzie, I'm sure like you come up with the phrase. So. You tell me your definition. You threw I me did, under the bus I big did. time. I, I threw you under the bus on purpose because I wanted to hear what you were th uh, thinking, you know? And honestly, I look back, you know, once I read this phrase, I started looking back at it multiple times in my life where I really don't remember at all, like the words that were said, but the feelings and the emotions of the moment are mm. so clear. And it's mostly because that that experience, right? It was either a terrible moment that are, that is tied to very bad emotions or it was an incredible moment that is tied to very positive emotions, but I cannot always, you know, remember exactly what was said in those moments. Yeah. So I want to use that as a premise to, you know, how to get the attention of anybody. And that being said is, you know, we're going to focus a little bit on, on experiences. How can we create these experiences that can catch people's attention or it can help you build a deeper connection with these people? And I think one of the best examples out there is what we've done with the six-figure platform, right? AKA content is profit. If you've been tuning in for a while, you've noticed that we've brought, you know, hundreds of guests to the show. And the way we build relationships was what was by giving them this tiny experience, right? Content is profit. The show itself, we try to make it different, right? We, we joke around, we get the music, we get cool intros. <laughs> And even the process that you don't see b before we get them on the show, right? The way we send the message, the way we connect with them. Some of them, we send them, you know, pieces of content as gift and all these things that create kind of like a little experience. And we've received the comments multiple times. And if you want to hear one of those, I think you can go three episodes, um, three episodes back and listen to Todd Brown, one of her, you know, favorite episodes ever. Yeah. You can hear the words that he said after the end of the episode, which always bring tears to my eyes. But these experiences, right, has, has caught a lot of people to, you know, say super kind words like this is one of the most fun podcasts I've ever been to. And then guess what? When we reach out to them again, we have a relationship. They answer and yeah. some of them have turned into clients. Some of them have start bringing us referrals. So it just builds opportunity. That's right. So, um, you know, what? how do we bring this into the, obviously, context of first the show? And then we've mentioned how to use your platform, whether that's your show, your Instagram lives, your things, your content, right, to to leverage that and create business and new opportunities, right? When um, I think the way that we got that we got raised and, and our education previously, for us, it was a little bit more natural to be a little bit different than anybody else. At least I thought personally, for me, uh, I try to zig when everybody's zagging or zagging when everybody's zigging like every time as soon as like i see something that's like very common like i tend to levitate away from it so troublemaker uh, <laughs> we're gonna get you a shirt that says <laughs> troublemaker. troublemaker uh but when he came to for us initially to invite people into into our platform the amazing guest i think we have 300 plus at the moment uh we're like how do we do this right and you start looking at all this content or or people talking about like how do you should do the outreach scripts like not scripts uh delegated not delegated and we've we've stayed really true from like day one at the same the same the same way it hasn't yeah. really changed right I think, I think the perfect example is the first intro that we did for steve larson which yeah. was like guest number two on the show yeah and we're not gonna describe it you can go back and listen to to the episode is episode I think 17 it, or 18 no don't describe it no 
Okay. We've described it like 70 times in the right. show. Listen to the episode. It's totally <laughs> worth it. But it is Full totally of worth it. golden boulders. Uh, but after that, after we started creating these micro experiences within the show, before the show happened, after the show happened, we started seeing that our report level started going up. I mean, like, oh, wow, this might be a path for us to... Uh, tackle sales, right? This could be a path for us to create more opportunities, to leverage it because nobody else is doing it, right? And that was a comment, that was a feedback that was coming our way when we were executing things like this, right? And there's obviously things that uh, out there that, that can teach it, but for some reason, I don't know, a lot of people tend to not do it. So if you decide to create these micro experiences and uh, execute and and take in those stats and the, the things that we're going to break down in just a second, uh you're going to be in a, in a place of advantage and you're going to be able to, to get your attention, the attention of your prospects. Are you? <laughs> Fonzie, Fonzie, <good. laughs> not guaranteed, but it is guaranteed. <laughs> I promise you. Okay. Hey, uh, no. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to share this real quick. So we we'll, we always talk about principles, right? Like this is not just a strategy, but it's like, what is the principle behind creating these great experiences and connection? And honestly, I think first of all is having the intention, right? Like, the intention of wanting to properly connect to the other person and not just, hey, I need the numbers. I just need to get them on the platform, right? Like we really want to connect with this other person. And for that, there's actually some cool resources that we read throughout throughout our time that really help us out that I think they could help you out as well a little bit. And we're going to link them in the notes. So make sure you check them out. But I want to mention two. And one of them comes with a pretty interesting story. Actually, <laughs> I, ju I just remember this. Okay. Uh, I How always, did it make you feel? I always recommend <laughs> the book that my mom first gave me, our mom, because it's not just my mom. <laughs> I, always I always recommend yeah. the book that our mom gave me when I first came to the U.S., which is Your Erroneous Zones by Wayne Dyer. But I've never talked about the book that my dad gave me. Well, our dad. <laughs> Am I adopted and I don't know it? I think so. I mean, you 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 told everybody for like 18 years that I was adopted. <laughs> Apparently not. So this, Apparently is I'm the one yeah. this is my revenge. Yeah, when we're famous, you're uh, doing the revenge. So, good play. Good. That's right. Okay. So good back job. to the book. Mm -hmm. So Dad gave me a very specific book when I came to US. I don't know if he thought, you know, I wasn't friendly enough to make friends or whatnot. <laughs> but literally the book that he gave me was How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. And it's, it's a great, it's, like, it's, a, yeah. it's a must read. Literally, if you see a list of must read or recommend, top recommended books by a lot of entrepreneurs, that book is in there. And it's because it teaches you how to build deep, real connections, be intentional about these connections. And then if you pair that with the ultimate sales machine, right? Which is the by Chet Holmes, the creator of Dream 100. And some to be in, in August. And Amanda Holmes That's coming right. up. Yep, launching soon. That's right. That's going to be epic. We're definitely going to do something about that. Um, if you pair those two together, right? Uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People and The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chad Holmes. You're going to have a very solid foundation to start building very strong relationships. And I would say The Ultimate Sales Machine is a great kickstart to what we're talking about today yeah. on that first step of the outreach. How do we get the, the attention of people in this sea of noise? Yeah. And then how to win friends is the step of how do I maintain and keep that relationship? Yeah, which you've been working really hard lately on. On keeping relationships? Yeah. Have I? You have, your, you have your personal C CRM on your phone that 
Uh, oh yeah, you took, I you do, take I to do. The event. Have you forgotten about it? No, 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 no. Okay. no. I, I've checked about it. I, I, I checked around. You know, I, I know we got some listeners like keeping tabs on my people. Kim Fonzi, at Carnival. But yeah, one of the concepts that Chet talks is uh, the the June one hundred, right? And uh, it's re being rebranded. It's going to be coming out very soon as the forty seven uh, steps uh, step guide to actually getting the attention of those, right? And uh, we're talking about this because we believe in that. When we first started executing it, we didn't know it had a name. We didn't know it, there was a strategy behind it. There was, uh, there's obviously more to it. And if you want to connect with Amanda and and what they do on the on the boot camps, please let us know. But on our side, we started implementing something, some of some of that. And then when we saw it in writing, we're like, oh my gosh, it makes so much sense. This existed for so long, and it's crazy to think that the majority of people don't act this way, right? Yeah. So, and in the book, he uses the example a lot of sending direct mail to the people that you want to talk to, right? Instead of trying to reach them through, let's say, email. No, I'm going to guess send them something that they're going to have in their hands that might get their attention, something like a fluffy package or yeah. something like so, that. So the whole idea... One, right? se one second, one second. So what we did on our end was like, well, we don't might not have the budget to start sending all these packages out there. And how we kind of like shifted that into our own way was by creating specific pieces of content for the people that we wanted to talk to, right? Yeah. Kind of like what we call prospect batches. Yeah, so th there's, to bring a little bit of clarity, right? We use our podcast as a sales vehicle for the service and for the agency, right? You see at the surface, the content that we're creating here. So there's two phases. The, we have the pre-phase, which is how we bring those people in. So uh, how do we break down that process is, you know, it could be a DM. A lot of people send DMs, written DMs, right? Could it be a voice note? Could it be a video, right? Yeah. Uh, and then as you move forward, right, the, the higher the authority level, that person that you want to bring into your platform or collaborate with, uh, probably a little bit of harder access to it. So yeah. some things that we've implemented has been, hey, who around that person can we bring onto the show? Can we establish a relationship? Not just to connect with that, but also complements the content very well. But at the mm -hmm. same time, how can we leverage that relationship for an introduction? The okay, rebel is coming back up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then we bring him on. So that's part number one, right? Then the, the show happens. So we insert all these micro experiences inside of the show. For example, the intro, uh, the music, the live aspect of it. Like what are those elements that are going to make it a little bit different that for them, these are added uh, bonus points. Like in, in their eyes, we're like, oh my gosh, this is very different compared to the experience that maybe I had on my five interviews before this, right? So you create that impression, right? That you make them feel excited, you make them laugh, you make them feel happy. And then because of the first statement that Fonzi mentioned, they're going to remember that experience. And then the post, right, on the post interview uh, depends on, hey, our, what's the objective, right? Is the objective to just maintain their relationship with which it should be always, right? And then after that, is it is it a referral? Is it an ask? Is it, hey, can we show you a behind the scenes? Can we show you a demo of what the product does, right? Which is how we've used our publishing uh, platform. Then, because you created all these micro experiences ahead of time, right? You're going to be able to get that yes uh, a little bit faster than in other mediums, right? So uh, in a bigger sense, in the publishing, I just wanted to bring that, break it down a little bit for, for people. And then as a platform, again, it could be an Instagram live, right? It could be a collaboration on YouTube. It could be a podcast invite. It doesn't change the medium. It's just the experience that you can create. Uh, make sure that it's consistent that way. Was, where, that, was that a good breakdown? Way to confuse people. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I'm hey, kidding. if you're listening live, let me good. know in the comments. <laughs> what was that a good explanation? No, that's I, I think it was. Good. Yeah, that was really I just good. Think, I just think we need to break down the pre, the during, and the post, right? As far as like the the podcast process, and then you can you can create these micro experiences on your sales process as well, right? Like Absolutely. for us, the pro, the production of the podcast is part of that sales process. But and, if I, you, and I think the keyword there is micro experiences. Exactly. So and it's then, not too overwhelming. Yeah, and then if you zoom out, right? Like, I mean, how many touches do you need to convert? Uh, a lead into a purchase, right? A bunch between 15 and 17, I think it is the, the latest uh, stat. So um, how do you create a high quality point of contact? How you create feelings around those points of contact? And then there's many, many ways, obviously. And we're going we're gonna to share a couple of them <laughs> with you. Uh, a couple positive ones and then a really bad one. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Ooh, I can wait. Okay, but, but before before we go there, you might be asking yourself, well, this sounds like a lot of work, right? <laughs> Creating all these micro experiences. Why would I do this? Well, let us share with you why you should do this, right? <laughs> Here are some stats that we pull out from, obviously, uh, some good sources. Data Marketing Association, up to 90% of direct mail gets open mm. compared to only 20 to 30% of emails. Sure. Simplificating in here, there's people with higher open raising their emails, whatever. But in general, 90% of direct mails gets open. And just think about it. When you get a piece of mail in your house that either comes in a box or is fluffier, you see that has something inside, you want to open it. You're curious and you're like, what's inside of this? Is it a present or is, is a, a bomb? That turned dark real quick. <laughs> Is it a present or yeah. I don't know? Is uh, I was gonna say something not very appropriate, but the other <laughs> one is the response rate for direct mail is up to nine times higher than that of email. Ooh, That's do beautiful. you want people to answer you, right? How many of your DMs just go to the request folder and then the people might not even see them, right? Or if they open them, they're like, ah, eh, they're just trying to spam. Whatever. Just think about it yourself. How many of those do you open and actually answer? Probably a very small amount. Yeah. But again, if you have fluffy mail, something that really catches your attention, there is a bigger chance that you're going to answer. Either you're going to call the person or if the person immediately follows up with you, you are probably more apt to pick up the phone and talk to them. And the last stat, do you want to read it? I feel like I read all of them. <laughs> I mean, you take, you take <laughs> over. Uh, choke the mic, Fonzie. Uh, only 44% of people can recall a brand immediately after seeing a digital ad compared to 75% of people who receive direct demo. So 44 versus 75%. That, I mean, and, and that goes with the phrase that we said, right? People don't always remember what you said, but they will remember how you made them feel. I mean, we're consistently just scrolling online and we are just... Blast, we're blasted with ads and we just scroll through them. Some of them, yeah, they might call, catch your attention. But guess what? I still remember the Uline guide that is like <laughs> a thousand pages that, that we get, get in, the, in the email like every quarter with all the things that they sell. And we don't buy any of those things, right? But I remember it because guess what? It's a, it's a big ass book. book. It's massive. <laughs> and it's like in the mail, taking like 50% of the mailbox space. I know. And the, nothing else fits in there. The mail person just leaves the door open and be like, hey, dude, your book is here. Um, and again, we remember. We always yeah, remember that. Every thing. time we talk we talk about packaging and different things, and we've used Uline every time we do some kind of packaging, we order from them. So there, there's part of your proof. Uh, I want to share a quick story. I listened to it on an episode today about something like this. Uh, some part from our partner podcast, My First Mail in the 
Hotspot Podcast Network. They were sharing a story about hashtag invite us to your podcast. <laughs> hashtag let's Simon go. Sean. Yeah, uh, Ben, <laughs> if you're listening, you know, uh, I love your Mr. Beast episode by the way. Okay, anyways, tangent alert. <laughs> yep. Uh, he was sharing a story on. He was at an event, right? And then he's meeting these two people that come up to him and they started talking, right? And one of them, oh, they're both, right? Uh, hypnotist. And Sam has said many times in the podcast that he is, uh, he's highly addicted to sugar, right? And that's one of the, or, and, and terrified of flying. And those are the two problems that he wants to like solve in his life terrified right now. Of flying? Yeah, yeah. I feel like he flies, he probably, because of his position, he probably has to fly a lot. Maybe, I don't know. But that's what he said, that he, he has a fear of flying, right? So he's been trying to work on, on solving these things. And uh, obviously this person that comes up to him has heard that. And she's like, hey, I can help you, right? And obviously what he shares is like, yeah, I'm trying to be polite. I don't want to, you know, I'm going to be like, yeah, of course, let's find a time to talk. And then that's it, right? But they, these people kept sending emails and emails and emails and emails. And he was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm not even going to respond to this, right? And his reaction, right? And he's sharing openly all this. It, it, it has a good ending. But uh, think about like how many emails do you get for, you know, something like that? Pitches, LinkedIn stuff, like every single time, every connection that we make on LinkedIn is is... I expect that pitch coming and it's just an unread. I'll be like, oh, I think you're not interested, right? So think about that. Or how many emails have you sent, right? Whether that's an invite, whether that's a, you know, let me show you a demo, different things, an outreach, and, and how many answers do you get, right? So what they did, instead of sending them a, a package, he is part of a platform called, uh, I can't remember the platform, but what what people do is that like you pay, let's say 500 bucks, a thousand bucks for a 15, 20 minute uh, consultation. Mm. So what they did, instead of sending them a physical package is they booked a call with him. I think it was, uh, they booked 30 minutes for a thousand bucks and they jumped on that call because he had to, right? Like that's why he's selling, right? Yeah. And uh, they were like, hey, give us a chance. We'll do a session here. It is a 30, 30 minute session. We already paid you for it. So they did the session and after a few weeks, he's like, this thing works. And he's like, I don't know if this is a placebo thing, but, but it worked. And this is, this is the lesson right behind it. Whether that's a physical present, whether that's a, an investment upfront that you, you go and do this uh, to go get your prospect, that the principle is the same. I mean, so there, what, there's always going to be an investment, they're always gonna whether be an investment. that is money or time or so both. For, so for them, they provided a great experience, right? Uh, the results, he says that are, they're working and they're like, look, we don't want your business. All we want to do is to share this experience with everybody out there. Their podcast has millions of downloads a, a month, right? Of course, he's sharing this story. They share the website. They share the thing. They broke down a little bit of their business, right? And you want to see? You want to hear the fee of these people? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. I'm, I'm so curious. Million bucks a year to work with them. Ooh. They're very high in clientele. A million bucks a year to work with this hypnotist, right? Wow. Um, and they have a bunch of claims and anyways, but. That was so important. And, and I remember with the element of the Dream 100 strategy or the element of this is the principles that we're talking about it today are there present. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a physical thing. It has. To, it can also be something like that. Yeah. A little a little tangent here. Do you remember uh, Jeremy, the guy that used to work for Grant Cardone that we've kind of like, so he runs, he has like an ad agency. Yeah, he's, he's creating a ton of awesome content too. Yeah, he creates a lot of great content and he has a very big community and he's been very successful. And I remember very clearly that... There was a moment in time that he worked with a hypnotist and that supposedly that changed everything. Is that what we're going to have to get? Are we going to have to get a hypnotist? Hey, Rob, Rob, <laughs> Rob, is a, is a, he's been a guest on the show, Rob and Kennedy, amazing people. They also work on the email marketing side. 
Uh, I don't know if they're, I mean, mean, we need to talk to them to educate herself. I don't know (laughs) if if they they are those type of (laughs) hypnotists, you know? I know. Uh, Go check out the episode. Let us know what you think. But uh, awesome. What do you think about that story? I I brought it up. That's uh, pretty cool. You have it on your sheet. Honestly, my mind was just thinking we should definitely do the same thing. We should go on that page and then just pay to talk 30 minutes with somebody and they have to show up (laughs) and then get them as clients, right? Or at least. Try to. I mean, I think Talk a pitch. I, I think a pitch right there will be. So pretty that's strong. what you say. How to get people's attention guaranteed? I mean, that's one of them. That is because try. if you go there and pay for their time, they have to show up. <laughs> I mean, I'm delivering on the promise. Right? If, you're, if you're listening, uh, if you try this and you don't get the attention of it, please send me a message and I'll I'll remove that from the podcast. But it's guaranteed. That's good. That's good. There's stuff. other things that you can do too that they're highly guaranteed, obviously. I know. With the stats. We're going to go from a scale, the scale of like, you know, kind of like the low end, how we did something to maybe some some bigger things like this one, right? Well, I guess we started on the opposite end, on the big thing. <laughs> and now we're going to go with the little thing. I mean, the little thing was very big for us at the moment, right? It's, it was it, huge. It was episode 40 uh, of the podcast. Right now we're what? three uh, 298. Uh, official, right? The Three, official. 331 published. Um, so, <laughs> 298 official. Yeah. So, what what happened in episode 40? What we did was I was reading a book about, from Todd Brown, your big marketing idea, if I'm, you yeah. know, if I remember correctly. And we wanted to bring him to the show. We wanted to talk to him, right? And how did we get his attention? For those well, who don't know who Todd Brown is, he's the. this is a highly respected person in our industry. He's been executing for more than 20 years. He's coached some of the best marketers in out there. So for us, he's a very high authority level person that by bringing him into the show, not only we would learn a ton because he charges a th- thousands of dollars for the, for his time, uh, but also we will be able to start building our relationship with him and absolutely. bring leverage to the show. So what we did is, again, intention, a little bit more of a personalized outreach. And yeah, we didn't send fluffy mail. And that's why I say kind of like, you know, the smaller version of this but what we did is we literally bombarded him with messages about his book, with, you know, pictures, everything written. At the time, I actually didn't have the physical book. I just printed the book. The PDF, yeah. yeah. I printed the PDF, the ebook, and I had like a stack of pages all crumpled up with a whole bunch of notes. And I sent him a video, a video specific for him. Hey, Todd, I absolutely love your book. We would love to discuss this in the podcast. And he answered, he was like, absolutely, I would love to also send me your address because I'm going to send you the real book uh, because that thing is depressing out there. He didn't say that the papers <laughs> are depressing. But he's like, how come you don't have the real book? Yeah, he, we'll send he, it to he you. Ended, ended sending that book. He ended up showing in the podcast. And honestly, it's a moment I will remember for yeah. the rest of my life. I mean, I think <laughs> um, a lot of the guests that we had right after that, we will use his name and, and everybody's eyes will be like, oh, oh my gosh, okay. We, Todd, we leveraged Todd, that Todd, for Todd sure. Todd came to the show, absolutely, I'll show up. And that and that's part of the value, right, uh, of it. And I think it was, it, was, it was a great experience. It was different, right? Probably very different to the outreach that a lot of people are doing online, right? So you're adding value, you are reaffirming that something that he put out there to the world is helping, right? Mm-hmm, uh, so, so do that. So if you download, you know, the Publishing Pyramid Guide, Minimal Viable Content Guide, if you send us a DM and you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, we'll definitely respond back to you. Absolutely. Next Sh- story. Shameless plug. <laughs> shameless plug. Okay. Indeed. Do you want to go horror story or should we share a little bit of what inspired this episode initially? I think let's, 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 share, let's share the video first and then the horror story. Okay. You can share about the video. Okay. Let me see. Let me see if I can actually play the audio on this. Are you ready? Let's see. Oh, no, it's not playing the audio. Hold on. Oh, well, fail. 
failed. Okay. Anyways, so this clip that came from uh, from TikTok last night, I, I logged into TikTok, Fonzie. I was like, it was a, I, I need to put a time limit. Uh, this clip from You're Bradley. Like, Hello, darkness, my <laughs> old friend. Yeah. Uh, this clip from Bradley came up. I knew the, the title is the three techniques to reach someone if you've been ghosted, right? And, and we've been ghosted. We've been ghosted. And uh, not just in the dating world, <laughs> but by the people I, that we're trying to work with. I've never been ghosted in the dating world. Just going to yeah, say that. Because you've been married your whole life. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Yeah, I, I went with Katie for a while. Your wife yes. ghosted, ghosted you. <laughs> My wife ghosted me. Uh, no, definitely not. Uh, so anyway, so I am like, okay, I resonate with this message, right? I resonate with this headline. What happens? And he shares some examples on how literally to uh, bring physical packages uh, to your ideal prospect or the higher up in the companies. And he talks a lot about the physical packaging. One was amazing. A FedEx uh with receipt what was it called the you have to be notified have, when they received well the person that receives it has to sign, sign it uh so what's in the package the package has a, a phone one of those uh the the, the burner phones in it yeah i mean you has, know that it has a line and it's charged it has a line and it's charged and you know what the phone number is so as soon as they sign the package you know that they received that phone and then you give them a call to that phone they're gonna definitely pick up the phone and they'll be like hello and then you'll be like all right, here, this is Luis and Fonzie. Uh, you don't know us, but... And then you go into your pitch, right? So I thought that was super hilarious. Uh, that was amazing. Super effective. I cannot... Like, we have to test I, it out I, with I think someone. that thing... That's amazing because of multiple things. Not just getting the attention with a big package, but also shows how proactive you are, that you are literally waiting to see his signature and then as he signs and you know he received the package, now you're taking the initiative to call. Because I feel like a lot of these things... Sure, you're calling after, you're following up, like, hey, did you get my package, right? Or you might be waiting for somebody to answer you. Hey, I received your package. This was absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I love this one because it's a little bit more proactive on the sense that, oh, you just received the package that I wanted you to receive. Now I'm going to call you and the person <laughs> that hopefully will pick up, they are like, man, you are extremely persistent. And I just want to share again the stat the response rate for direct mail is up to nine times higher than that of mail. And 90% of direct mail gets open. So you get a pretty big chance that one person is going to yeah. pick up your there, the phone. There's another example that he shares. He's like, hey, buy an iPad, right? Uh, jailbreak it and record a video. So when they open the iPad, the, the video is the first thing that they see, right? So of course, they're going to receive this package and they're going to see an iPad. Uh, who doesn't open an iPad, right? And then as soon as they turn it on, because that's what people do when they receive iPads, um, I should know because I receive a ton of iPads, right? Apple, sponsor me. Uh, <laughs> I do have two iPads. I'm going to put that out there. But <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Fonzie like, looked at me like, you do have iPads. <laughs> yeah, but I agree. <laughs> People don't care about that. They, they want the, the meat. They want they the golden see. boulders. Uh, so as soon as they open the iPad, there's going to be your video, whether that's a, a pitch, an invitation, uh, a funny video, an ad, whatever that, that video that, that you send there. Obviously, an iPad, not a lot of people have access to sending an iPad, but uh, you could get creative, right? There's these cards now that you can that you can record a video and put it in there. They open the card. They see the video, right? Uh, he's saying an iPad because it's a little bit more shock, a sticker shock for, for the person that's receiving it. So Yeah. I, th I think you need to be selling one of those million dollar a year products too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Ob obviously, flow? this is for a different conversation. You got to know your numbers and you got to know your uh, acquisition cost because 
you know, if you can afford to spend a thousand bucks plus, you know, shipping costs at all this and the follow-ups to get somebody into your world, of course, go ahead. But just so you know, this same thing works exactly even if your lifetime value of your customer, or you're just playing music now, trying to interrupt me. <laughs> Part of time. You know, if the lifetime value of your customer is smaller you still can do this, right? You can find different ways. Great examples that come from the Dream 100 book, uh, The Ultimate Sales Machine, I'm sorry, is that he sends, you know, little toys or he sends uh, a pen with something else, like a sharpener, right? And then he yeah. writes something clever on the note. So people have, you know, again, you make them feel something. Wow. And then you start remembering about that other person. So yeah, I have, the, one, I have one last try. Wait, because we... we we talked about these examples and it's like the phone, the iPad. So I just want to make sure that you understand that you can do this regardless of whether you're selling a super high-end, you know, product or something a the, little bit less the least friction. The least friction is like on online, how can you create that micro experience, right? And obviously it, it scales from that. We're living proof of that, right? It does work online as well. So, okay, last try. Last try if, to see if I can play Good. the audio of this video. Hold on. Definitely not. Okay. I don't know why. All right. I don't know Sounds why you good. keep trying. It just doesn't work. Okay. Well, I try different avenues. Fonzie, we got to keep trying. That's why well, if you get a no, you, you keep doing you Are keep you trying editing it. this episode? No, it's going out like this. No, there's a segment where we're like quiet for like two minutes. We don't say anything. Well, that's your fault because you could have said something. Um, right. Anyways. Okay. Fighting. Fight. <laughs> pick a bro. Hashtag pick a bro. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Uh, horror story or do you want to say something else? You know the horror story better than me because it happened to you. I know. I'm asking you. Because I don't you. get ghosted. I'm asking you. You want to do the horror story or something else? I see another something else in there. No, you just say it. Okay. A horror story. No, no there's nothing else. I was reading something. Yeah, else. I was saying, like, <laughs> dude, we cover everything. That's the one thing that's Okay, left. horror story. Okay, so we, through this method, right, we connected with an amazing network. I'm not going to name them. Uh... And we decided to become members of this network. There was a monthly investment that it was pretty significant for us at the time. And we we're like, you know what? Uh, I think this is going to be worth it. There is these amazing leaders in there. Uh, they, they publish a ton of content. We can help them serve. Maybe this is an avenue to get into the door. Kind of like how, how this uh, woman paid to, to jump on the call with Sam. So we jump, we become members of the network, we connect with like the pro the product managers, we connect with the higher ups, right? And then we ended up getting a call with the CMO of the network. This is a network that is considered one of the biggest uh, podcasts, uh, C-suite uh, networks uh, out there in the um, online, right? And they have more than 400 shows in under them, right? So all the CEOs, all the CMOs like joined in and that was the reason that, that, we, that we applied. Now, we finally get on the call with them and we're like, hey, we're pitching the, the service. We're like, hey, this is going to add a ton of value to your people. Uh, at the time, they were working on a marketing uh, side of things that they could offer to all their members, kind of like a content machine slash uh, sales machine for on their back end. And we're like, hey, we can white level service and we can jump on and help you produce all this vision that, that you have. You're going into lots of details here. I know. Well, <laughs> people want the details. So... That was important to mention because over the the next eight calls, there's a lot of behind the scenes. There's a lot of showing the process. We're completely open. If people want to learn the process, they can come and, and learn the process. We believe in execution. So a lot of people that come and see that and then they don't execute, they're still, it doesn't matter, right? So we're like, okay, perfect. Let's do it. By the way, I have not seen them execute this. Uh, but anyways, after eight calls, we get ghosted, right? We... <laughs> 
they, they don't respond to our emails. They don't respond to any of this. They, uh, and this is where we should have continued on this strategy that we just decided to let go. There's a lot of feelings around it, especially for me. Uh, yeah, no, clearly. Clearly for you. Salty. <laughs> the resentment. There is not resentment. I, I let that go a while back. And, you know, there, there, there was a lot of lessons that we learned there. And uh, we were talking to our, our mentor, one of our mentors. Shout out to Jerry. You're going to go on a tangent? Oh, no, this is part of the story. This is part of the story. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> wow. Uh, so when we're sharing this story, he's like, hey, guys, you should, <laughs> this is what you should do. You should send this package with, uh, in Amazon, they sell these, like, mini coffins, like mini Dracula coffins. And uh, you should sell, send that with a note inside that says, your silence is killing me. Because we never got a response. And we just laughed and we, th we thought it was hilarious. And, and, uh, but at the time, I don't think we wanted them as a client anymore because of the whole process. And we're like, man, if that was the process, them as a client, I don't think it's going to be well, worth it. Imagine pairing the coffin with the phone. <laughs> like put the phone <laughs> in the coffin. And, and as, soon as, they, they as soon as they open it, this, the phone rings. <laughs> epic that would have been epic absolutely <laughs> epic wow uh but anyway so uh obviously i mean we didn't we might we might have to like do this at some point but fun fun story fun story i actually have a meeting <laughs> with their cmo tomorrow for a different project that we're working on so it's gonna be interesting do they know you're we, in that meeting though I mean, they, are, they are saw you going, my email. Are you going Liam Neeson style? <laughs> it's okay. Right? Hey, um, I will find you. Hey, I will find you. And yeah. I will sell you. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this episode after uh, the 28th, uh, July 28th, uh, send me a DM and ask me how that meeting went. <laughs> we'll check it out. We'll see so, how it went. Uh, anyways, would you... Uh, if you're listening, like, will you have sent the coffin? Will you have sent something different? What, yeah. what have you done? Or do you have, have you done any of these strategies where you send, you know, packages or you reach out to people in very interesting ways and create these micro experiences? Let us know. We want to hear about you. I think that's it. Because if I, if I continue talking, Fonse is going to scream at me. Yeah, I'm about to backhand slap him. <laughs> All right, guys. With that said, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and on social media. At Peace Bros. Bros Code. Code. That is yeah. right. <laughs> Blitz. <laughs> if today's episode helped you move one step forward, please don't forget to share with a friend and leave a five-star review. See ya. Bye, guys.